What's up, everybody? It's, it's your favorite podcaster, Chimera Dabs. And for this episode on Chimera's podcast, we are going to be discussing why you should invest your time and money in the cannabis industry. So, without further ado, let's get started. So, firstly, I just want to get this over with, like, with cannabis itself, that I would like to say it's really a jack-of-all-trades kind of plant. It can be used for energy, it can be used for... You know, fabrics can be used to make energy, can be used to make all kinds of things. Hempcrete can be used to make buildings. <laughs> and if you're telling me, if you're, you're telling me, I would think this is absolutely crazy. How could, like, a simple plant do so many things? You know, it's almost, for me, it's actually uh, <laughs> kind of impossible just thinking about it. But in this podcast, I aim to sort of discuss what the meaning and why you should invest your time and money into the cannabis industry. So, firstly, I just want to get into the the money part of it and how much the, the cannabis industry itself has grown money-wise over the years. So, right now, back in 2017, it was actually like around six billion. But since right now we're at the we're at the year of 2020, which is the big old 2020, which is amazing, and right now it's currently at 19 billion dollars, around 19 billion dollars. I could absolutely be wrong about this, you know. It's more research probably to be done, but it is confirmed to be around 19 billion, and is also to be predicted to hit 30 billion by the year of 2025. And that to me is it. Ex- and an amazing amount of growth of, uh, you know, of the wealth that has been accumulated through the hemp, through the hemp and the the marijuana plant itself, and it's why mostly the reason why is that investors have been really interested in into the cannabis industry itself because there's a lot of money into it and the amount of growth that's been accumulating over the years, it would would be absolutely ludicrous to not even consider investing some money into the cannabis industry. So another thing I do want to go for that cannabis can also be used for, cannabis can be used to make fuel. And did you know that cannabis can fuel the world actually? It can, it actually can. So let's see, I actually wrote a script right here. So hemp is actually the most cost efficient and environmentally friendly fuel crop, depending on how it's processed. Hemp can produce two different types of fuel, hemp biodiesel and hemp ethanol slash methanol, depending on which uh, term you like using. (laughs) When hemp is burned for fuel, the carbon dioxide that is released into the air is reabsorbed by the next crop of hemp. Which is actually an amazing process that I kind of want to talk about it. So basically, the amount of carbon dioxide that's produced through, you know, through cars, through fossil fuels, that's been really been taking a toll on the earth itself. That we have again, you know, like global warming, warming the warnings for all over the place. And this and now you're like, oh, you know, the earth is going to die out within a few years if we do not change our ways. So uh, my take on this is that, you know. If we were to change uh, how we produce fuel and how we were to, you know, take the, uh, how, yeah, how, basically how we use the fuel in our ways, uh, instead of using fossil fuels, we were to replace it with bio, uh, what's it called? Well, I think, yeah, biomass or something like that. Well, bio fuel that's made from cannabis itself. So, 
And while the carbon dioxide that's produced from fossil fuels is substantially a whole lot more than what carbon dioxide that is produced by hemp fuels, but in reality, the hemp fuel, once it gets, you know, turned into gar and then it goes into carbon dioxide, it only produces a small amount that what the hemp crop that it needs well, because all plants eat carbon dioxide and they breathe in carbon dioxide and breathe out oxygen while we breathe in oxygen and breathe out carbon dioxide. It's really, really good for the plants because that's a good source of carbon dioxide they will be getting to be able to grow fast and strong. Let's see. And I also want to discuss, let's see, the, oh yeah, the plant itself, so the hemp. So the, yeah, this is what we're also talking about, the hemp plant itself. Hemp is very leafy and a very dense plant and releases way much more oxygen than most plants do, which mitigates the harmful effects of the release of carbon dioxide. And hemp fuel is also beneficial for vehicles, which I also didn't happen. I actually did not know this. <laughs> Let's see. Biofuel is actually more lubricating than petroleum and does not harm the torque or the ignition of the car. And I actually did not know this. <laughs> this is actually new information to me. You know that I'm learning actually a lot of things, new things every day about cannabis and and the magical miracle things that it can do on a basically on a daily basis. So another thing I wanted to discuss is the energy part of this. So the energy part also. So I want to just get out of the way and discuss what a supercapacitor is. So, a supercapacitor is a common tool that is used for storing electrical energy. So, it's used in batteries, used in all kinds of things like light bulbs, or when I don't want to say light bulbs, I'm actually wrong with that, but it's basically used to things for just to store energy in them. And the thing that is used to be able to use these supercapacitors is graphene, which is very, very expensive which is about what let's see it says right here two thousand dollars per gram so let me tell you like that that's two thousand dollars per gram wow the cost of a hemp supercapacitor that's manufactured which is only about five thousand dollars per ton now let me let me rephrase that per ton that is that is a lot of grams. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of there's a lot of grams in tons. I don't think I should go into detail about that, but you it's a lot more energy can you know can be easily more produced by you know by natural energy by bioenergy. So another thing I also would like to discuss how it can also be made into fabrics, and this is actually pretty amazing because. The way how it can be used for, you know, like shirts, pants, shoes, uh, hats. It can be made into a lot of things, which is actually pretty amazing in my opinion. So, let me see what I put down in my notes. So, hemp is naturally resistant to bacteria, which is a good thing. And also provides natural UV protection, which is also good. So, bacteria, that's what people, a lot of things people don't understand where odors and all that stuff come from. Odors, all that stuff actually becomes, comes from bacteria. And with hemp itself, hemp being a natural, you know, resistance to bacteria, produces, it like mitigates the, you know, the smell. Yeah, the smell that you, you usually get, get at times and this and that. So it's, it's actually pretty good. And also it's very UV protected. So, 
all that UV rays that are very harmful for our skin and this and that will literally just bounce right off of whatever you're wearing. And another thing it also does too, it also retains the color a lot better. So a lot of the, all those people that really like those dark colors, especially, you know, like dark, like the blacks, the gray, the dark reds, all those are like dark colors. You can retain them from a way, away a lot longer than what normal cotton can do. Let's see. And... Well, yeah, well, I pretty much already talked about it. Like, but hemp fabrics is hygienically practical. You know, it prevents, you know, from you from getting really it's, uh, sticky. <laughs> Let's see. And well, hey, I also said that too. It's also much more longer lasting than cotton, which is also the biggest advantage of it. So a lot of a lot of times I can be literally go to a store, buy like a large T-shirt, and next thing you know, like literally either I'll drop a little mustard stain on it, or I happen to go across something like a, like a fence, or even like a little cricking against the wall, and there you go, the shirt is just gone. It's ripped. It's nowhere can be used. It's it's fucked if you <laughs> ask me. <laughs> so with hemp, using hemp fabrics, it makes it more stronger, more durable. And well, I was actually doing a little research on this before. If how you you can use hemp to make into body fabric, you know, like not into body fabric for body armor. But the only thing I was only able to discover is that that they did in the nineteen, like yeah, nineteen fifties. Um, yeah, the nineteen fifties where they used to, well, um, like yeah, where they use a gun. And it protected the person from the gun, body blows, and also from knife attacks. And I also like to point out that marijuana, well, yeah, hemp itself, the plant, uses less water than cotton itself. Uses about, like, what? Like, uh, I forgot. Oh, damn. My, my bad. <laughs> I didn't even put down the number, but for reference, I'm pretty sure everybody can just look this up. You know, how much uh, water does it take to grow cotton? So, cotton needs about 50% more water per season than hemp. And, well, that is a lot of fucking water. <laughs> but, anyway, you know, I just basically want to say I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I hope you guys really were informed about why you should invest your time and money into the cannabis industry. And this is really a very informative kind of podcast. And I really hope you guys stuck through the beginning. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.